This is the Short-Term Management Show. The show that is all about short-term rental property management. Hosted by yours truly, Luke Carl. Thermostats. Thermostats. Not a sexy topic, but it comes up all the time. We need to talk about it. There are several brands out there. Um, you've got Nest. You've got um, Echo B. Amazon now has a thermostat. Uh, Honeywell, of course, is kind of the uh, age-old standard in thermostats. I am not a thermostat expert in any way. I am not an HVAC guy, but I have tons of experience with guests, thousands of reviews. I'm working on my, I think my 3,000, maybe 3,500 going on uh, review and total 4,000 stays across my career in short term. And of course, more long-term rentals than uh, you can shake a stick at, man. But anyway, so uh, here's my here's my take on it. Pick whichever one works for you. I am not here to tell you you should go buy this thermostat because I'm not selling thermostats. I really don't even care what you pick. What I do want is for you to have an easier life. Um, so I guess before we get into that even, we need to figure out why we need one of these things, right? So before we even get into that, we need to figure out what is a thermostat? What does it do? Well, here's the deal. Here's what your guests don't understand. While they're, while they're drunk on vacation, we love our guests. Absolutely love our guests. But you throw the thermostat at 68 degrees. So let's say it's, uh, well, it's cold outside right now. We're doing this in January. So let's say, let's say it's cold outside, which is hard for me to understand because I'm in Florida. It's never really quite cold here. It's pretty much always air-conditioned season. Uh, but uh, let's say you throw the, uh, the thermostat on 71, 72 because you, you arrive at the property as a guest and it's cold in there. So you throw it on 72 and it's, it's, you know, it's blowing hot, but it's not heating up. So you go to 73. Well, that's, that didn't quite work. 74. And then the next thing you know, this thermostat's at 77 degrees because everybody that doesn't know any better thinks that it's blowing hotter air. And that's just not the case. The thermostat that is going to tell the HVAC to blow hot air, it's always the same for the most part. Now you might have a HVAC that's tuned better than the other guy or a nicer, newer HVAC. And it might be blowing, uh, uh, you know, slightly high, hotter, but it's going to blow one temperature all the time. And what happens is when the house gets to that temperature that is on that thermostat, it stops, it turns off. And then when the thermostat drops down a degree or two, it turns back on and it repeats. So you can put your thermostat on 98 degrees. It's not going to blow any hotter than if it was on 72. I wish the whole world knew that because when I open my app on my phone for all my properties in short term, uh, and they, it, like we just had a winter storm here in the Smokies recently, and I open my phone and every single one of them is on like 86 degrees in emergency heat. Oh my goodness. And emergency heat, by the way, is exactly what it sounds like. It's basically like a heat strip within, again, I'm not an HVAC expert, but it's like almost like having a space heater inside of your uh, air conditioning unit. And, um, that's the, and that's the one that really smells a lot when you turn on your heat for the first time. Uh, because usually when you turn on your heat for the first time, there's a spread and that'll trigger the emergency heat. The emergency heat coils will have different dust on them than the regular heater. So you got two sets of dust. And then if you get them both going at the same time, oh man, it stinks, right? For like the first couple hours. So anyway, um, uh, you know, when you go on the thermostat and you see that it's up at 87 degrees, just bring it back down because you're probably going to forget. And you don't want to micromanage your thermostat anyway. It's a complete waste of time. I really don't even look at mine very much. 
I do have one of my virtual assistants. I hate to use the term virtual assistants. We'll do a call on that. We'll do a podcast on that here in the near future. Virtual assistant. It's just an employee uh, where I come from. You know what I mean? But uh, I have an employee that, uh, that that does check. If I have, if I happen to have some dates open, I will. Uh, the, the 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 system is to is to lower or raise, depending on what time of year it is, the temperature in the home, so the HVAC's not running overtime. And then, of course, right before check in, we raise it back up to a desirable temperature, so they can a- arrive to a comfortable home. Now, again, if you don't have an employee, if you're just running a, a one person show probably not worth your time to go in there. I mean, you're talking very minimal amount of electricity that's going to be used unless it's, you know, 28 degrees in in East Tennessee, or unless it's like uh, 34 degrees in Florida or something like that, where you're in extreme, you know, these areas that I just mentioned are not used to cold weather. Uh, Or let's say you are in, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, like uh, Michigan, and it gets to be 115 degrees for two weeks, where it's the extreme opposite of what the system is designed to handle. Right. So um, anyway, long story short, the higher you push the temperature, it doesn't mean it's going to blow hotter air. It just means it's never going to stop blowing. And then you're going to cause issues and then it's going to get hot as hell in there and your guests are going to be uncomfortable anyway. So now that we know kind of how the thermostat works, why do we need a Wi-Fi thermostat? Your Wi-Fi thermostat, exactly what I just said. So you can keep an eye on what's going on with the home. Again, not to micromanage. We do not do micromanaging your guests, your cleaners, anything. I mean, just, you know, your wife, <laughs> not a good idea. You cannot micromanage your, your guests with the thermostat, among many other things. We'll do a whole podcast on micromanagement um, at some point here in the near future. But here's the real deal. The thermostat is connected to, for all purposes, probably the most expensive function of your home other than the roof. You know, the roof's kind of really a lot of times right there neck and neck with the HVAC. So it's just a nice little way to pop in and say, hey, to your HVAC, make sure it's functioning properly. Um, and because, you know, if it's not keeping up, you need to get somebody, send somebody over there, uh, things like that. And, and, and you have to have a functioning HVAC uh, when it comes to short term. So uh, here, that's a good point. Let me make a point there. If you are buying a new house that you're going to put into service for short term, you really want to pay attention to the age of the HVAC. It's a huge factor. You cannot rent a high dollar, you know, a luxury type of, of a home, like the short-term shop style of doing things with an HVAC that's 18 years old. It's just not cool to your guests. Now, here's the deal. It's not as imperative to replace this as it is, say, something that the guests touch, like a, a washer and dryer. Those need to be new and sexy. The HVAC, nobody's ever going to see it. Nobody cares. So it doesn't need to look great. But you are going to, uh, you're going to severely uh, inconvenience your guests should this HVAC die in the middle of their stay. There's a very good chance that a brand new HVAC is, you, you, first of all, let me put it this way. You're going to sleep a lot better at night knowing that that HVAC is probably going to function pretty damn well because it's new, it's rocking. I want to encourage you to, to, to do that, you know. Um, to get a new HVAC. But the problem there is that sometimes we can't afford it. It's freaking expensive. They're getting to be up into the seven, eight, nine grand uh, area these days, you know, these days. <laughs> Gosh, I'm getting old. But anyway, um, in my early days, I remember vividly not being able to re- afford replacing an HVAC. And today, I love it. I have, a, I, have a, I have a sell on my spreadsheets. HVACs, what year? What year was it? What month and year was it installed? Um, and each each 
market that I'm in, you know, I go with the same HVAC guy every time, and he, guy or girl, and that guy generally installs the same brand of unit. So I don't put that on my spreadsheet. I could get that from my guy if I needed to. Maybe I should have that on my spreadsheet, but I know that if this house is in the Smokies, it's going to be whatever it is, a Goodman, you know. And if this house is in Florida, it's probably a, a train or an American Standard, which are, by the way, the same company. Uh, but I do want to know how old it is. If I get it, a message from a guest or a tenant, again, of course, we do talk long terms here at the Short Term Management Show. But if I get a message from a guest um, and, and, uh, and they say, hey, your air conditioner is not working. The first thing I do is I go to my HVAC. This is why you need a Wi-Fi thermostat. And I check what's going on. A lot of times, nine times out of 10, if they're looking for it to get warmer and it's not, it's because they have it on cool. And so you can just go on your phone and switch it from cool to heat and your problem's done. Of course, then you still got to kiss their rear end and say, oh my goodness, I can't imagine what happened. I have no idea what, why that HVAC, why, why that air conditioner wasn't working right, why that heater wasn't working. I'm so sorry about that. Looks to be functioning right as we speak. So I think you're, in, you're, in, you're good to go. No big deal. We're in the clear. Um, so that's kind of why you want the Wi-Fi is to keep an eye on this. And again, just on, a, on an ongoing basis, again, this is in a very expensive function of the home. I, I don't feel like I'm spending way too much time selling you something you need here. You know what I mean? Uh, you get your damn Wi-Fi thermostat. They're not that expensive. 250 bucks. It's a great way to automate your home. You're going to need one. Now let's talk brands. Um, uh, Nest, not for me. Um, again, it's, it's a personal preference. The thing about Nest, they're really cool. You walk by it, it lights up. It's got different colors. It's round. You know, it's 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 funky. It's cool. It's hip, which I dig, man. I love that. I'm a rock and roller. I love funky and cool and hip. Problem is, old people can't figure it out, and I can say that because I got gray hair these days. You know, but um, and and also, really, the thing that I'm out on Nest, because uh, I did I did buy several of them, install them, and, and I was hoping that they would work because I was like, man, I got this new cool, awesome, hip beach house. I need the hip thermostat and I installed it and you can't set a nest on high, low, uh, max and min. So in other words, a Honeywell, uh, you can put on low of 68 degrees, high of 72 degrees and just kind of lock it. So they can't crank it way up or crank it way down. That way you never have to really look at it. Now, of course you don't want to go too high or too low. You don't want to set it at like, or I'm sorry, don't give them enough leeway is what I'm saying. So in other words, don't do like 69 and 71. That, that, then what's the point of even having it? You know what I mean? Um, so you, you can, you're going to give them a, maybe five or six degrees, like a 70. I, I find like a 67 to a 72 is, is never going to get you any questions or get you into any trouble. And it's also probably not going to really push your, your HVAC to the limits at, at any given time, right? So with the Nest, uh, you can lock it on a maximum heat and a maximum cool one or the other you can't lock both. Now, this was, again, this was probably two years ago. So don't quote me on this. Don't say, oh, Luke's gave me this uh, tutorial on the Nest and whatever. He was wrong. Everything's changing, especially with technology. Nest is a super hip company. It's owned by Google. Maybe they fixed that. But for me, at the time, I was out. Not Also, not, not to mention the turning of the unit. Uh, it's difficult to explain that to people that don't know how to do that. So for me, it's just a little too complicated. It's really cool to have in the house you live in. For me, not great for a rental. I don't have any experience in uh, Ecobee, Ecobee, however you want. I would assume it's Ecobee. I have heard from from some uh, rock stars that I'm from that I'm friends with in the in the industry that have installed those, and uh, 
uh, Julie McCoy, as a matter of fact, who, who's uh, with the short-term shop, she she told me, she said, look, don't ever get an Ecobee. And I said, okay, that's enough for me. I don't need to know about it. I don't need to, I don't need, I'm not, I'm not selling thermostats here. You know, I, I don't need to swamp, bog down that the brain cells where, wherever that universe of my brain, boom, it's out. You know what I mean? And then so, um, and then you got Amazon's new to the game. They, they just came out like a uh, summer of 2021 with the Amazon, uh, thermostat. They're very sexy, good looking thermostat. They look, um, very simple. I would, I would say it's probably a good, good place to start. It's got 16,000 reviews, five-star reviews, and it's very inexpensive, 60 bucks. And it's, uh, um, of course, uh, smart thermostat. So you can connect it to the Wi-Fi and, and keep an eye on things if you need to. So I would look at the, uh, the Amazon. I think that's a good contender. I don't know much about it, but, um, it does seem to check all my boxes. I have never used one. And then of course you got Honeywell. There's a million of them. Um, Honeywell home, the, uh, the smart color thermostat, that one's, you know, it's okay. Um, it's a little on the complicated side. Um, and therefore that's why I personally use the Honeywell T9. Uh, I'm not here to give out recommendations, but if you want to know what I use, that's what I use. I use the Honeywell T9. I got a lot of them. I love the fact that they're all on one app. I can just open the app. Every one of my houses, including the one I live in is right there. I can push a button. I can move on. Never really drop signal. It's very reliable. If the Wi-Fi goes out, it comes back on. Um, so for me, I'm going T9 all the way. They're 150 bucks. You can get them at any local smart or, or any local box store, Lowe's, Home Depot, et cetera. Uh, but I think the most important thing to take away from this conversation is don't overthink it as usual when it comes to management. Um, you just don't overthink it. It's not that big a deal. Get a smart thermostat so you can keep an eye on things and make sure your HVAC's functioning. Replace the HVAC sooner than later. Anything again, new house for me, anything, um, 10, over 10 years, maybe 12 years, I'll, I'll push it maybe to 12 years, it's gone. I want to be able to sleep well at night knowing that my my guests get, are getting what they deserve, which is a well-air-conditioned, well-heated home, that they worked very hard to save the money to go on that vacation, and they deserve it, right? So hope I was able to help. Short-term management show, long-haired Luke.